Hey, hey, this is Ace in the Place podcast. I am your host, Ace, and today is Monday, April the 25th. Welcome to the place, everyone. Welcome to the last week of April. I hope that everyone enjoyed their weekend. It was a beautiful weekend, well, a beautiful Saturday here in Chicago. A lot of people got out, a lot of people, a lot of things were going on in the city. I am not really going to get into that, but I hope everyone enjoyed their Saturday and then Sunday it rained most of the day, but sun came out later in the evening and Sunday was still a very warm day. So we're getting ready to have a very good and productive work week, right? Let's manifest that for this week. And so I want to get right into our topic for today. Now, today I want to be I want to discuss boundaries. Right. This is something very important, something that I've always talked about here on this channel. I think that it's very important when we're talking about self-improvement and growth. Right. We need to set boundaries. We need to understand. And someone broke it down for me. Actually, Taffy Dollar, she is Creflo's Dollar's wife. And I listen to the confessions that they do in the morning time and and how she broke down boundaries was that a boundary is where I stop and you begin. Sometimes, oftentimes, some people look at boundaries as a negative thing or like you're putting a limit on something or telling a person no or for whatever reason. I guess there are people out here who feel like telling someone no is a bad thing. Hey, I'm not going to try to give a logic for that. People feel how they feel, but... Uh, what I'm going to explain is that boundaries are in place for you. They are to help protect you and they're necessary. They're necessary in every relationship that you have from your parents to your significant other to your children. Every every relationship that you maneuver through, even your bosses, co-workers, there should be some boundaries in place for yourself. And again, a boundary can be looked at as where I stop and you begin. Sometimes people operate in this space where they lump everything together. They they think that your feelings are their feelings and they consume your feelings or they expect you to consume their feelings in order to feel loved, right? And we don't want to really operate from that space. We want to be clear where I stop and where you begin. And so we need to set boundaries. And what really sparked this conversation for me was I saw a tweet um, that Kiki Palmer actually tweeted over the weekend and I thought that it was I thought that it was very interesting so I'm gonna go over I'm gonna read her tweet and then I'm going to kind of give some reactions to I'm gonna give reactions I'm gonna read a few responses to her tweet and then I'll kind of go over Again, the the topic for today is boundaries, and these things are important in our relationship. So we we want to be clear about boundaries and how we can set them, and also what happens when you set a boundary and it's not respected. I think that we need to talk about these things as well because for ourselves we can say, okay, look, I need to set this boundary, or I'm going to tell you no about this, right? And people don't respect it. People don't always respect your boundaries. And look, we don't need to go around telling people, I'm setting a boundary. I'm setting a boundary. That's not the way that it works. You know for yourself that the boundary is yours. You don't need to express that to the person as to say, hey, look, I'm setting this boundary. 
I mean, if you feel the need to, I'm not, again, I'm not really advising for that. I would say that the boundary is in place for you. It's to help protect you. So you don't need to express that to the other person. You just need to be clear about the, it needs to be clear about what it is that you want or you don't want or what it is that you're willing to do or you're not willing to do. So the tweet from Kiki Palmer was, and for those of you who uh, do or don't know, Kiki Palmer is an actress. She's a singer, right? She's done several shows. She's been in several movies. Uh, Keela and the Bee is one off the top of the head that I can think of, but she's very, uh, she's a childhood star, right? So she's been in like Disney movies and She's been on Disney movies, excuse me. And so she's a person that grew up in the spotlight. So her tweet on Saturday was, no means no, even when it doesn't pertain to sex. I was in the bar the other day and this girl asked me three times for a picture and I told her three times nicely that I did not want to take one with her. She still proceeded to film me against my will. Now, there were a lot of comments on this post again I will read a few and I'm typically not one to comment on people's posts I'm just not um, but this particular post for some reason I ended up commenting on one person's tweet again I typically don't do that and there's nothing against people who do but I I just it's not the norm for me but again this this topic had me thinking about boundaries right and so one of the people replied, uh, sadly, people lost respect for human decency. Celebrities are real people who go through real life situations, respect their wishes if they aren't willing to take pictures, shaking my head. Now, I agree with this person. I think that that was a, a nice tweet, but now let's give a different perspective. Because my, now my reply was to someone else's tweet was true, but maybe she should have considered staying home that day if you don't feel like being bothered. Emotional intelligence goes a long way. No one has to respect your boundaries, but you can protect yourself. So what I meant by that was I agree that for one, people should not be putting celebrities on a pedestal. I say that time and time again on this podcast. So I just want to go over a few basic things so that we have a clear understanding before I get a, a little bit more in detail with the boundaries and, and what do we do when people don't respect our boundaries, right? Because clearly Kiki Palmer, who is a celebrity, she set a boundary as to say, no, I don't want to take a picture with you. Now, we're reading in between the lines with this tweet because for one, that I'm going to point out some noticeable things. For one, she never said whether or not she was in a work setting, meaning uh, entertainers, celebrities, they get paid to do appearances at bars and clubs and nightclubs and things of that nature, right? So that meant, that would have meant that she was at work at the time, which I do feel like if she was working as a celebrity, it would have been appropriate for her to have taken the picture with the fan because you would expect that as a celebrity and you being at work, you're getting paid to do an appearance at this club, this bar, whatever the situation is, that that would come along with the territory, right? Okay. But again, the tweet does not actually say whether or not she was at work. So that information we don't know, right? Let's just assume that she wasn't at work, right? That's why she said no means no. I think that's 
I get it. I get it. I think this was kind of a warning to her fans or to people as to say, look, I'm human. And if I, if I say something, please respect it. And I think that's a a common thing that most of us want, right? When we make a request or we ask someone to do something, we expect for them to respect that, right? But that's not always the case. So then I'm going to go through, I'm going to read a few more of the responses uh, from, from here. So one person responds, yeah, I don't know, you whining about a problem you signed up for, so I can't really feel you. I'm pretty sure if I was in your shoes, I'd be annoyed too, but not so annoyed that I publicly complain about something so minuscule. So one person felt like she didn't need to do a tweet about it. You know, she said what she said. And, and again, I think that her tweet was for the purpose as to say that celebrities are people. We're humans. We have feelings and emotions like everyone else. And that needs to be respected. And while I agree, no does mean no, the the fans should have just respected her wishes, right? That would have been the ideal thing to do. But we don't live in an ideal world. And we don't live in a world where people, you know, sometimes these fans can be a little intense. And that's why I see as a celebrity, I can, I'm not a celebrity, but I'm going to put myself in their shoes for a second. I can only imagine as a celebrity that sometimes these situations with these fans get completely out of hand, right? You can only imagine. I'm pretty sure they might get hate mail or they might get people that are obsessed with them, that are stalking them. You never know what situations these celebrities are in. And so I think that things can get out of hand. I think that the tweet was mainly about letting her, letting people know, even though you're a fan, you made me uncomfortable in this situation because she then went on to say that, she then went on to reply to her tweet and say that if I had if I had have responded in a different way, in other words, if I had have you know cursed her out or snapped on her or gotten physical with her, I would have been wrong. So what she said was she just she just continued on and kind of laughed at it nervously, like even though she felt uncomfortable. So I think that it's. You know, she was just trying to express how she felt in the moment. And it was like, hey, look, this is not okay, right? I set this boundary. You didn't respect it. And it made me feel a certain type of way. It doesn't matter if I'm a celebrity or not. And that's good. I think that that's solid. But again, I think that we need to go over some things that we can do for ourselves. And how do we counteract when a person does not respect our boundaries? So I think that she handled it well. I think that she didn't. Um, she didn't respond. She, excuse me. She didn't react with violence or cursing the person out or whatever the situation was. Right. But then she went on to let, you know, make this tweet. So a couple of people responded. This one person said, this is a stupid take. No one signed up for having their privacy invaded. People with nothing going on elevate celebrities and normalize violating boundaries. Since no one is wanting to rock with you, it may seem minuscule. Now, this is, he actually replied to the person that said, like, why are you tweeting about this? You're a celebrity. You signed up for it. Because that was some of the comments that quite a few people had. As though you're a celebrity, these aren't your fans. There should be a level of, you know, I don't know, respect, but at least acceptance of them, right? Don't just, you know, 
And again, we don't know if this was a work setting or a, I'm going to say that let's just assume that it was a personal outing. She was just going out. And my reply to the tweet was that if you're emotionally in tune with who you are and what's going on with you as a celebrity, if I know that when I go outside, it's likely a very highly good chance that someone will recognize me. Someone might ask for my autograph. They might come up. They might want to take a picture with me. If I know what, you know what, today, I'm just really not in the mood for that. I kind of want to go out. I kind of want to hang out. I kind of want to have a drink, but I'm not really sure I want to be bothered with people today. I'm not really sure I want to be bothered with fans today. Then again, my comment kind of came from maybe I shouldn't go out because today I'm feeling a little bit more private. I'm feeling a little bit more reserved. I really don't feel like being bothered. Then that's being emotionally intelligent with yourself is to say, eh, maybe I'll just invite friends over to the house today to have some drinks or right because you're a celebrity. Here's another option. You can possibly buy out the bar, right? Invite your friends for a certain amount of time. Therefore, it's a more intimate setting. You're not and you, you're not worried about having to deal with the public, but you're still able to go out and enjoy yourself at the bar or whatever it is that you want to do. So it's it's quite a few solutions, I think, that could have been that that she could have done to maybe protect herself. Because, again, you can't control what other people do and how they interact. Right. And so. Then these people were kind of going back and forth. Um, the guy that tweeted about her post being minuscule said, only intellectually um, inept people feel the need to make assumptions about strangers' life they don't know nothing about. Anywho, when you sign up to be a, a public figure, you sign away your rights to privacy, period, as long as nobody is breaking laws, which that person did not. So the person, what she said was, the person asked her three times to take a picture, she told her no nicely three times. Then she said that the person still proceeded to film her against her will. Meaning she probably told her, hey, can you please stop recording? Now, I've done a little bit of research about laws with privacy because this is the public setting. So a lot of people were arguing that you still allow privacy in public settings. Well, there is no law that I could find that is against that. I'm going to read... One more tweet. Can we please stop this? Everyone has a right to privacy, even celebrities. It's so warped right now. People really believe they are entitled to you when you're not on the clock. Yes, she's a celebrity, but it's also a job. You want to relax and have privacy after work. Yeah. Okay, so I think most people were saying that it looks like most people agreed that she was entitled to her privacy, that the fan was wrong for filming her, although she made it clear that she just didn't, she didn't want to engage, right? Now, what I found was in doing some research in regards to can people film you in public? You know, this is a public setting. Are people allowed to take pictures of you without your permission? So what I found was, thus, when one is in a public, the law generally holds that a person cannot expect to have a high degree of privacy, right? Thus, surveillance cameras, audio recording devices, and other forms of in-person or remote observation um, and recordation are generally legal. So there you have it, people. If you're in a public setting, there is no uh, exact law that says that someone cannot film you without your permission. 
And again, most of us regular everyday people, we might not experience that. Or we might experience that. Say someone is recording us while we're at McDonald's and we don't know. Now, I can't say, <laughs> I can't say I'm guilty of that. But I don't, I've done it in the past. I don't do it now. But like, like say I'm on Snapchat or something and I see something funny and I just kind of record it really fast, right? The person doesn't know I'm recording so it's happened and it's probably happened to me it's probably I was doing some crazy and somebody recorded me right it isn't I think in those situations a person that doesn't really know that their privacy is being invaded which kind of does make it sound a little weird but I guess what we know doesn't hurt us or not either way again there is no law against that I think that if it's something that's not uh, violent or demeaning to the person, meaning if Kiki Palmer wasn't doing something that's just like, you know, maybe taking a piss in the alley because she was drunk or something, right? That's embarrassing. And someone recording that is, it, it can cause a lot of problems for you. Now, again, I don't know what she was doing at the bar. We don't have a recording of that. But I think that if it's not something that's violent, like someone recording violence, and people do that. People record fights and violence and folks getting killed and, you know, stumped out. So these things are things that are being recorded in public settings. And the person who is being recorded likely did not give permission for that recording. And it's not legal. Sometimes it helps, right? Think about the person who uh, recorded Ahmaud Arbery being killed. Had they not recorded that, his killers would have went away, probably likely scot-free, right? And so some situations it's necessary that we record people against their will or without them knowing. And in some situations, it makes people uncomfortable. So you, we just need to discern like when to do these things and when not to do these things. Again, I don't do that anymore. I have done it in the past and I'm just being transparent. It was nothing like weird, but maybe like I saw somebody that they, I don't know, something funny or like, I don't know, but somebody at the grocery store in the middle of winter with like shorts on or something. It's like, oh my goodness, what are they wearing? It, it, it's, they didn't know I was recording them. But again, it, we have this idea that we expect to have this privacy, but it, there's no law against that. So what I did find though is there in Canada, there is... People continue to have a reasonable expectation of privacy even when they are in public, a public space or a space of under general surveillance. Widespread use of surveillance technology in areas open to the gaze of others does not mean that there can be no reasonable expectation of privacy. The Supreme Court of Canada has just reaffirmed that individuals in Canada rightly have an expectation of privacy even in public areas where surveillance technology may be in use. So that's Canada. It's not likely that she was in Canada. But again, so there is no law backing that a person cannot record you, whether you know about it or you don't know about it. And again, I think that when it comes to boundaries, if someone is not respecting our boundaries, how do we respond to that? Right. Is there a consequence to someone not respecting the boundary in her situation? I think maybe the consequence of the fan not respecting her boundary was her making the tweet. 
as to say, look, no means no people. This is, uh, it's a, a situation that I didn't like. It made me feel uncomfortable and I'm not okay with that. And so she was, she put the tweet out there and, um, I think that she, I think that she had the right to do so. I mean, it's her tweet. It's her, it's her Twitter. She can do whatever she wants to do. She can say whatever she wants to say. And again, it sparked different. I think most people felt like the fan was wrong. Now let's look at the objective from the fan standpoint, right? Because people, I think a lot of, some fans do go overboard, but not all fans, right? Some people just really are excited and they admire you and you know they have feelings too it's likely that the fans feelings might have been hurt that she said she didn't want to take a picture right and again it's it's both sides but i think that what most what some of the people were trying to say is that when you're a celebrity there are certain things that come along with that territory and while you are human and and your feelings matter your emotions matter and people should take that into consideration when they're dealing with you regardless of your status, right? However, we need to understand that certain things, again, like I just said, it comes with the territory. And we need to be able to mentally regulate ourselves, right? So that we're in a good space to handle whatever it is that comes at us, right? So let's just say the the Jada Pickett and the Will Smith, I mean, excuse me, the Will Smith and the Chris Rock situation. Not to kind of piggyback off of it, but I know a lot of people were saying that, oh, you know, Will was fed up with people talking about his relationship and talking about his marriage. Well, I think that we do kind of need to discuss that at the same time because, yes, they're celebrities, right? But Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith, they they talked openly about their marriage. So people saying like their their marriage, they're human and they should have privacy. Agreed. But when you put your relationship in the public eye and then people scrutinize it and then you say, well, I'm tired of this. Okay. I, I mean, you have every right to be tired of it. You don't have to endure it forever. And I'm sure it doesn't feel good to endure it for a long amount of time. But I think that Things just got really messy in their situation. And I think that they tried to clean up that mess by having the red table talk and giving their account and version of what happened. Okay, that's fine. But now things are kind of snowballed and spiraled into something else. And the fact that you needed to go on stage and assault somebody because you may or may not be tired of people having things to say about your relationship because in his apology, he didn't say that. And again, Will Smith or Jada Pinkett Smith have not openly talked about this situation yet. And there was some people I didn't, she had a red table talk episode last week with Janae, Janelle Monet, excuse me. I did not actually watch that episode, but some people, of course, people were talking about it on the internet and Facebook and things of that sort. And so it was said that people were upset that she did not mention the incident. She didn't talk about it. I guess she made it clear that she was not ready to have a conversation about it yet. And so we don't know where Will Smith's head was in that space. But what he did say, I believe in the apology, is that he's not going to allow people to talk about his wife's condition. 
And I, I think that's valid. But at the same time, I think it was a little premature to assume that Chris Rock knew about her condition. Um, and I say that because it's not like Chris Rock is a celebrity. It's not likely that he's following the life of another celebrity. You know, he doesn't know everything about Jada Pinkett Smith. I didn't know that. And I've watched Red Table Talk on a few times before the Oscars. I don't watch every episode. I'm not a huge fan of the show, but there have been some episodes that I have watched that were, you know, pretty good for the most part. But what I will say is, even with me watching those few episodes of the Red Table Talk, I didn't know that she had alopecia. There were plenty of people that did not know that she had alopecia. And so for... Unless there was some evidence that Will Smith has that he he knows for sure that Chris Rock knew, it, it was unfair for him to make that assumption that she knew that about her. He He's a celebrity as well as you all. And what makes you think he's keeping up with another celebrity man's wife? Life. Like, seriously. Like, he probably don't know everything that's going on with Beyonce. You know, she's a celebrity, but he don't, he might not know that you know, after her last pregnant, she, she had preeclampsia or something. Like, I don't know if she did. I'm just saying that, say she, you know, did an interview or article where she talked about maybe going through postpartum depression after her pregnancy. It's not likely that Chris Rock might know something like that, right? So, again, you have to really be following these celebrities' lives and things of that nature to really know certain things. Yes, she openly talked about it, but that doesn't mean that all of us know that. And so, again, for him to say, I'm not going to tolerate anybody talking about my wife's condition, I think that was a little premature because he assumed that Chris Rock knew about his wife's condition. And I think that that might not have been something he should have just jumped to that conclusion, right? And, again, we don't know if he did it for whatever other reasons because, you know, people were speculating. I'm just going off some of the comments that were saying online and people were saying, oh, he's fed up. You know, he was just fed up with people talking about his marriage and, and his family. And it's like, I can totally understand that. I'm not saying that he should not be fed up with negative comments. These people are human and they can only take so much um, mentally. But I think that when we're in the, when people are in the public eye, you really have to work two and three and four times harder on your mental fortitude every day because of situations that are going to bring down your mental fortitude every day, like people saying nasty things about you online, right? That's something that most of us normal people don't have to deal with for the most part, right? You don't have to deal with constantly seeing people saying negative things about us on, on online or about our lives or decisions that we choose to make. And I think a lot of normal people use that as some type of negative outlet to deal with their negative emotions and their low mental fortitude. Because if you feel the need to get on social media every single day and criticize other people, criticize other people's uh, decisions and the things that they do, it's likely that your mental fortitude isn't high within yourself and, and, you're, and you're projecting something that you're really not trying to deal with internally that's going on with you. So I think that these celebrities do have to work two and three and four times harder than the average person to make sure that they are in a mental space where they can handle these type of things correctly. Because at the end of the day, these celebrities are role models. They signed up, they sign up for this stuff. Unfortunately, they make good money. They make good money. They live in nice houses. They drive nice cars. You know, they have all these flashy things and they're quick to 
put a video on social media, right? I'm living my best life. I'm over here in such and such, you know, in, in this country and that country. That's great. I, I love seeing it. If I can't get there, I, I like to see you be there. But at the same time, they want to give you the glitz and the glamour. But then when it comes to uh, certain other aspects that are not so appealing that they have to deal with, it's like, no, but I'm a human. Okay, we know that. Right. We do know that. But we also need to establish the fact that you're a celebrity, you're famous and you are in the public eye. And there are certain things that come along with that. There's a certain level of decorum that you need to have. And I believe that Chris Rock, the Chris Rock situation was a perfect example of that. I even saw an article where Terry Crews and he's an actor. He's friends. He said that he's friends with Will Smith and Chris Rock, and his words was, he said that Chris Rock pretty much saved Hollywood in that moment. Meaning, like, if they had to start brawling on their stage, right? Let's just say everybody, oh, to kick this butt, I'll kick this butt, right? Let's Well, let's just think about people if they actually had to went that way, right? If Will Smith had to walk on stage, smack Chris Rock, and as soon as he turned his back, Chris Rock, you know, they got the brawling on, on national TV, right? How would that really have went over for... Hollywood and black actors so I can kind of see where Terry Crews came from when he said that uh, when he made that statement he didn't take a side one way or another because what he did say is he's friends with both of those gentlemen he understood how he's been in a space where he responded to somebody with violence so he understood where Will was coming from but he said that he had to commend Chris Rock for his response to that situation and I will say that again, I, I said that from the beginning that because I, I'm, we're talking about or I talk a lot about emotional intelligence here. Right. And so that's that's a prime example of it, of not letting people take you off your square, not letting people bring you down to their level, because, um, again, I'm not a I'm not a doctor, I'm not a psychologist, and I try not to throw like really terms out here, but we all know and um, we've heard about uh, narcissistic people and narcissism, right? Gaslighting and things of those nature. Again, I'm not here to, nobody should be trying to diagnose somebody as being a narcissist. If you're not a psychologist, that is not your place. Now, if you choose to get education, because there's a lot of information out here about it that's fine educate yourself to try to protect yourself so that you can understand and know when you see these type of behaviors but even with narcissism you you those are people who intentionally try to emotionally regulate you right so they win when you get upset and you respond to them with violence or anger or whatever ultimately they win so the gag is to control yourself, to not let the person bring you off your square. And then you are then in the winning space, right? And that's hard to do, especially when it's someone that you care about and that you love. When they're pushing your buttons, you're likely going to react, even if you don't react right away. Eventually, they'll keep pushing, they'll keep pushing, they'll keep pushing until they get what they need from you. And you know, you're likely going to react in a, in a bad way after so long. But the more we build these skills of emotional intelligence, the stronger that we get at them. So I'm going to keep talking about this stuff, you all. I'm going to keep going over these things. I'm going to keep setting boundaries. I'm going to keep talking about things because I know the past few podcasts, I talked about black women and relationships and marriage. And, you know, while I'm all an advocate for because I'm coming upon my time, you all. So I'm getting ready to conclude with this. While it's important, I'm I'm a huge advocate of the black family, right? 
and 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 just my people in general. I love everyone. Again, I will state everyone is welcome here at the place. This is a platform for anyone at whatever stage you are in your life. You are welcome here. But I am an advocate for my people and I'm an advocate for the black family. But I also need I also have to acknowledge some of the traumatic and detrimental things that we deal with day in and day out, trying to keep our families together, trying to keep um trying to grow and be better. We're going to be met with so many challenges because of so much um, trauma that we've endured from childhood, systemic racism, and all these factors that play into it. So we need to make sure we're having these discussions. Ladies, I want you to set boundaries. If, you're, if, if your significant other is, take, is going through a hard time or taking you through a hard time and you feel like, you know what, I'm ready to give up on this, this is not for me, Hey, I, I'm not going to tell you not to, but what I will say is let's at least try to set some boundaries first. Let's try to protect ourselves first because we can't control other people. We can't change other people. We can't control how we respond. We can control our emotions and we can control our attitude. And sometimes it will make a difference in the other person and sometimes it won't, but at least you will not be um, just completely in the dark about what's going on. So make sure that you educate yourself and make sure that you are protecting yourself emotionally and working on your mental fortitude because it's important and it's an everyday struggle. Some days will be good, some days won't. We're all entitled to have good and bad days and we're all entitled to not be okay sometimes. So I am getting ready to get out of here for this week. I love you guys. Have a good week. Peace.